Welcome back to the Senior Answer Podcast with Kathy and Doug. This is installment number three in our four-part series about a huge cut coming to Medicare. And this big cut is going to affect senior patients disproportionately. We're talking about your mom, your dad, your wife, your husband. Right. So, you know, at the end of the day, what we are actually talking about are our loved ones. And whether that be your husband or your wife or your grandmother, grandfather, mother or father, this is exactly what's upsetting about this pre-claim review. Because as we already know, it's rolled out in the, to the state of Illinois, started in the 1st of August. And already home care agencies are becoming non-compliant with the regulations that require you to go out and do an evaluation on your patient at home when they get home from the hospital and make sure that you have everything in place they need so they don't return back to the hospital. Your job is to keep them out of the hospital. That's home care. That's post-acute care. What they are doing now is they're forcing agencies to not do that. These agencies, when they're getting calls from discharge planners about, you know, mom's coming home from the hospital and you need to go out and see her and you need to start her right away with wound care so that she doesn't get an infection to the bone and end up being an amputee or she needs physical therapy or something along those lines. So what pre-claim review, had the, the sad effect that it has had is that those home care agencies that are in Illinois are, are doing the same exact thing every other state's going to do. You're not going to answer the phone and accept that case unless they can guarantee you they're going to get you all that paperwork that you need and et cetera. And people are not going to be compliant with that rule that says you must go out there and take care of that patient and do not abandon them. They will go out and do one assessment and then mom or dad will sit there and wait till they get told they're coming back. And that could be fatal. That's a fatal outcome. And that could take weeks or months. Part of this pre-create preclaim review paper requirement is that there be certain forms signed by the physician and filled out in exactly the right way by the physician. And in our experience in home health care, we have some physicians that will get us back the forms that we need with their signature on it in a matter of a couple of days. We have a lot more physicians that will get it back in a matter of a couple of weeks. And we have other physicians that will take a month or two. And then we have the VA that <laughs> takes six months. So this means if we get a physician re- a referral to us for a patient whose doctor happens to work for the VA, we'll get a referral and say, they need wound care today. They came home from the hospital. They need wound care to make sure it doesn't get an infection, to make sure that it, it properly heals. They need medication management because they've had all these new medications because of their surgery. We need you out there today to get this started. We need physical therapy because we replaced his knee. So we need physical therapy to to keep him in shape. Okay, well, we'll do that just as soon as we get the form back from the VA doctor, which could take six months. Now, Rachel, what's been the impact that that you've seen in Illinois where where this is rolling out? How how has this been affecting the patients? Yes, it's, it's very disheartening when um, the bureaucrats have been given so much authority to implement rules or programs that truly, truly have such a negative impact on the patient. And what's so uh, frustrating to providers is that when they listen to the educational, quote-unquote, educational sessions that Medicare provides or uh, the calls that Medicare has on this particular program, they 
home health agencies hear the disconnect between the bureaucrats um, and their knowledge of home care and hospice. They just don't have it. And um, it's very frustrating to the providers who know that what we're doing is keeping people out of the hospital. We're keeping them healthy at home, uh, you know, at a fraction of the cost of providing these services in an institutional setting. And that's so true, Rachel. I have dealt with this for about 25 years in geriatric care. There are so many people who are on the top of the ladder who don't even understand what it is that we do, who make decisions about how often we should do it or what we should do. And that should never be the way that it is in the delivery of health care in the post-acute setting. You have to have a physician who's ordering the care. The physician knows that patient. You know your patient. That's where the important part of this is. And the communication between patient and provider, the word we use all the time, really what we're talking about is healthcare providers. So if we're going out in that home and we don't have the ability to do what we need to do because of a bureaucrat or a person who does not even understand what it is that we do, then that's a tragedy. That is a true tragedy for our seniors because they're the ones who are going to be negatively affected by this. We did a program a couple of years ago. We did a three-part series on the future of Medicare. And for the first program of that three-part series, we invited on the program uh, an expert from a Washington think tank that tends to be on the left-hand side of the political spectrum. And we also invited an expert from a think tank that tends to be on the right-hand side of the political spectrum. And I was expecting to get some different answers from these two people. And what they both agreed on was that seniors needed to have more skin in the game and their health needed to be at more risk so they weren't frivolously using Medicare services. So, so they were only doing it when they really, really had to and to make the copay and the expense for the patient high enough to make them go, no, let's see, I can either have the medication or I can go see my doctor who's going to tell me I need the medication uh, I think I'll just keep going with the medication. You have people who don't understand the reality of life for the senior population. They don't understand the reality of how health care needs to be delivered to this population. And why on earth they have picked the program that does the most good for the most at risk, the most vulnerable the most frail part of the population, which is the elderly who are homebound, which is which is what home health care serves, why they have picked this program to to take the guts out of it and make it unavailable to seniors is I, I, these people live on some other planet or they're starring in the movie Soylent Green. I can't figure out which one it is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. They are the most vulnerable people in our society, and they're also what's called homebound. And by that, they don't go out and vote, you guys. They don't go to the voting booth and, and select who's going to be in office. They're at home. They could do it by absentee ballot, but most of them at that age, and I'm talking about your 75-year-old and up, they don't really have a desire to go out and do that. Or they have an illness that makes them homebound. 
found, and therefore they don't keep up with current events and what's going on, and they don't know how to go on a computer and look at this stuff. So they're attacking, this is the same thing as attacking pediatric programs, but you know what? In a pediatric program, there's going to be a mom and a dad standing up for those kids. There's going to be people standing up for those children, because what an outrage if you would cut benefits for an ill child who's maybe dependent upon a nurse coming to their home every day. But what happens when they do it to the elderly? Who is going to stand up? Who's going to call their congressman? Who is going to stop this madness before it becomes, as far as I'm concerned, similar to the Holocaust? This is going to have such a terrible impact on on our senior population, depriving them of the health care they need. It's going to greatly increase rehospitalizations. I don't. Maybe somebody at a hospital wrote this. Oh, I'm sure it was someone high up, probably. Somebody, somebody, maybe the hospitals got together and said, "Hey, how can we get more patients? Let's deprive them of their home care. They'll be back here every other day." But see, day. that makes no sense because the government's already attacking the hospitals. They're telling the hospitals, if you have a patient who gets out of your system and goes home for post-acute care and comes right back to you, you're penalized. You're not going to get that's paid. That's only if they admitted them and it, they fixed that with the Moon Act. And that's, yeah, and that's a whole other show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what What's happening here, though, is who pays the bill? CMS. They pay the hospital or they deny it. They pay home care or they deny it. Who is the winner here? The one who's denying the claims, making the rules, denying the claims, CMS. Who pays the bill? The taxpayer pays the bill. You're paying the bill for all of this. Home health care has been proven study after study after study after study to be the least expensive way to take care of the elderly, keep them out of the hospital, keep them out of the doctor's offices, and improve their quality of life and give them some meaning to their life and not just have them go off to a nursing home to die. This is part three in our series on the new Medicare cuts to the home health care program. We're going to be back with part four in just a little bit to tell you how you can help make a change for the good. We'll be back in part four. 